Well, hello. My name is Deanne Haas, and I'm the um, Global Marketing Manager for Cardiovascular CT at GE Healthcare. Um, I'm going to be talking about some of the basic principles of cardiac scanning and giving you an overview of the technology that's in the market today so you can understand how to do cardiovascular imaging. I am an employee of GE Healthcare. So let's talk about cardiac principles. Today we're going to be talking about the basic terminologies for cardiac CT and then we're also going to be talking about multi-detector cardiac CT. So there are some challenges when you do cardiac CT and when you look at them the biggest challenges are temporal resolution, spatial resolution, and contrast resolution. You also have challenges of workflow and post-processing, which we won't be getting into in this lecture, but they have been easily solved as we've been doing cardiac imaging now for over six years, and we've really advanced the processing and the reading for cardiovascular CT. So first when we look at temporal resolution, you're looking at artery motion, and your, mo and your vessel that moves the most is your RCA, followed by your left circumflex, and your LAD. But the RCA is really the challenge as it moves rapidly throughout the cardiac cycle, and you want to freeze the motion of the heart. Today the scanners in the market have temporal resolution from 43 milliseconds up to about 250 milliseconds depending on the gantry rotation speed. In spatial resolution we're looking at the size and the shape of the vessels. And coronary arteries are very small vessels, they're from 4 to 5 millimeters proximal of the LAD and they go below 1 millimeter distally at the distal ends of the RCA circumflex and LAD and also collateral vessels are very small vessels. And the one thing when you're looking at cardiac vessels is they're not straight so they can't be analyzed in a perpendicular plane because they actually are curved throughout the heart. And then lastly, one of the other challenges is the contrast resolution. And this is really that a coronary vessel is surrounded by epicardia and low density fat. And your challenge is, is to look at the coronary vessel, but also the wall of the vessel or the non-calcified plaque. And the non-calcified plaque is about the same density as your epicardial fat. The benefit with CT is that we have a non-invasive modality that can look at the non-calcified plaque, but then we also need excellent contrast resolution in your CT scanner so that you can actually determine this non-calcified plaque around the epicardial fat. So let's first talk about temporal resolution. So what is temporal resolution? Temporal resolution is a measure of the length of time within an image. When we look at temporal resolution, we're looking at the different scanners in the market doing cardiovascular imaging, and your temporal resolution does vary based on the scanner and the rotation speed. Currently in the industry today, you have scanners that scan at 0 0.33, 0 0.35, 0 0.4, 0 0.42, and 0.05 seconds. And all of these will do cardiac imaging at different ranges. When we look at CT scanning in general, we look at a scan which is done on a full scan or full rotation, which is a 360 degree rotation. So if you're looking at a .033 scanner, it would mean that it would be a 300 millisecond scan. Well, with cardiac CT, because we want to have the fastest temporal resolution to freeze the motion of the heart, we actually are doing half scan resolution or just 180 degrees of the rotation plus the fan angle and it brings our temporal resolution on the 0.33 second scanner to 165 milliseconds or the true temporal resolution with the fan angle at about 220 milliseconds. 
So this is the resolution that you will need to freeze the motion of the heart. Next, when we look at spatial resolution, spatial resolution is a measure of the scanner's ability to resolve small objects in space as separated from one another. Now you do this by looking at a static phantom and you measure the line pairs per millimeter. Um, there's three dimensions of spatial resolution. One is called in-plane resolution and that's your ability to resolve the maximum number of line pairs per scanner and that is um, your X and Y resolution. And then you have Z resolution, which is your slice thickness or your slice sensitivity profile. Today in the market, um, scanners can resolve 0.35 millimeters, but your slice thickness for doing cardiac CT is 0.625 to 0.75. Um, in cardiovascular CT, your average resolution between the scanners is somewhere between 0.7 and 0.8 millimeters resolution. The 0.35 is what you can visually see on a static phantom from a 0.6 to 0.625 um, slice thickness and that's looking at the small dots within the phantom that the eye can visualize. Contrast resolution then is the ability to distinguish materials from one another without regard to the size of the shape. And here's a nice example of the contrast resolution that you will see from a CT exam. On the left hand side of the screen you see a nice visualization of the LED, the diagonal, and the second and third order branches from the diagonal vessels. But on the right hand side of the screen you see a nice LED with a non-calcified plaque at the distal proximal to mid portion of the vessel, um, of the vessel excuse me, with the cross-sectional image where you see um, the lumen and the positive remodeling. And you can see that the density of that non-calcified plaque is very close to the epicardial structures around. And you want to have the contrast resolution so that you can pick that out on your CT scanner. So when we do cardiac CT, we need to gate the patients. So what happens when you're doing a cardiac CT exam is you'll lay the patient down on a CT table and then you'll actually put electrodes on the patient and connect them to an ECG um, monitor that will actually monitor the patient's heart rate in ECG, um, <coughs> ECG waveform. Excuse me. And this is actually done by a technique called gating or triggering and it's where the um, scanner is synced up with the ECG monitor and the ECG is acquired during the cardiovascular CT exam and then once the scan is completed the ECG waveform is linked up with the scan data and images are generated at the diastolic phase of the heart cycle and those are what images you first see from your cardiac exam. Then because we acquired this exam currently today in the market with a helical technique, you're actually acquiring throughout the whole heart cycle. So you have information from the beginning of the R-peak to the end of the R-peak and then the scanner can actually reproduce images anywhere from the beginning of the R-peak to the end of the R-peak. For example, if you want to do functional information, you can look at all the phases of the heart and then you can generate those images from the scanner. So let's go in and talk about multi-detector CT for cardiovascular imaging. In this section of the presentation, we're going to be talking about the different technologies that are in the market today to do cardiac imaging. We're going to talk about the different gating techniques, which are prospective and retrospective gating. 
Then we'll talk about the different reconstruction algorithms, which are called single multi-sector imaging, and then talk about some of the other capabilities that you will see on the scanners today. So first of all, this is just a graphical representation of a multi-detector CT where you see the patient moving into the scanner and the tube and the detector rotate around. This is an example of how your helical CT scan or your cardiac CT exam will be done. With cardiac CT, you would also see an ECG monitor that the patient is um, attached to and you will see the electrical waveform on the CT. So first of all, we're going to talk about some of the different technologies in the market. We'll first talk about the 64 slice scanners in the market. And here's an example of the detector. And this is one of the first scanners which is done by, um, which is done with GE Lightspeed VCT and the Brilliance, um, Philips Brilliance 64 scanner. And these detectors are um, a 64 channel detector with 0.625 millimeters and it's a 40 millimeter wide detector. Now, when you do cardiac CT, you are using the 40 millimeters and you're acquiring the information at 64 slices or 64 channels at 0.625. Now, you do have the capability with this detector to make a thicker image. So maybe, for instance, you would have a larger patient's your image was a little grainier. You can add those 0.625 millimeter images together and reconstruct in a 1.25 millimeter slice thickness. The next 64 channel um, detector in the market is done by Toshiba and it's called the Aquilian 64. And this is a 64 um, slice detector which acquires the images at 0.5 millimeters over a 32 millimeter of coverage. So it acquires um, in the thin slice once again for cardiac imaging, but it has the ability to also make a thicker imaging for cardiac at one millimeter. Of course these detectors also you can do thicker slices of 2.5s or five millimeters in other applications other than cardiac imaging, but because we want the thinnest slice resolution possible, we use the smallest or the native slice thickness of the detector for cardiac imaging. The next 64 slice scanner in the market is the Siemens Sensation 64 scanner and this is a 32 channel system that acquires 32.6 um, <coughs> millimeter imaging with dual Z sampling so we acquire 64 slices per rotation. Um, the detector in the 32.6 um, millimeter slices is a 19 millimeter of coverage and you also can use the 24 millimeter of a coverage of 1.25. So for cardiac imaging on the Sensation 64 you are acquiring at 32 by 0 0.06 with double Z sampling and acquiring the 64 slices per rotation. Next in the market we do have 32 or 40 slice scanners that are doing cardiac imaging and here you see an example of now the inner detectors on the Philips, the Siemens, Toshiba or GE are either 32 or 40 um, slices at 0.625 or 0.6 um, depending on the vendor and now we're acquiring um, 20 millimeters of coverage in the thin slice rotation or 40 millimeters if you use a thicker slice. So it's still using the same 64 slice detectors but now we only have the thinner slices in the middle of the detectors and the thicker slices are on the outside so we're acquiring 32 slices per rotation for cardiac imaging and all vendors have a 32 or a 40 channel um, detector in the market for cardiac imaging. 
Next in the market is our 16-slice scanners. Um, we do see customers more so going into the 3240 or 64-channel if they are a new customers, but some customers still have 16-slice doing good cardiac CT scanning. And here's an example of a 20-millimeter detector um, with 16 channels in the middle at 0.625 with four channels on either side at 1.25. Once again, your cardiac CT exams would be done in the inner detector so that we have the small um, slice thickness um, of resolution. And here you will acquire 10 to 12 millimeters of coverage in the thin slice or 20 to 24 millimeters in the thicker slice. So once again, you still have 16 slice scanners doing excellent cardiac CT imaging. The other system that was introduced recently is our dual um, tube system or the dual source scanner. And here you have two detectors and two tubes, um, which is a 40 row detector which acquires 32 by 0.6 millimeter slices over 19 millimeters of coverage. So you have two x-ray tubes and two detectors. Your first detector is um, has a full scan coverage, which is a 50 centimeter coverage, with your second detector having a scan field of view of 26 millimeters. And we have two x-ray tubes rotating um, with two detectors and two generators. And this brings your temporal resolution down to 83 milliseconds for cardiovascular imaging. So when we look at coverage, and we just reviewed the 64s, the 40s, and the 16-slice scanners, and also the dual-source system, you really want to know what the effect is on coverage for doing a cardiac CT. Now here's an example if we look at the 10 to 12 millimeter detectors, which is a 16-slice scanner. And if we look at a heart and we say, what do we cover in five seconds? So in a 16-slice scanner in five seconds, you'd cover the first portion of the heart, or three centimeters of the heart. When you move to the 19 to 20 millimeter detectors, which is either a 32 channel or a double focal spot wobble 64 channel, you actually acquire half of the heart or 6.2 centimeters in five seconds. And then when you look at the 40 millimeter detectors, you'll actually acquire the full heart in five seconds. So really as we moved into the 64 slice um, CT scanning, you can actually scan the heart in about five to ten seconds depending on which vendor you have and it actually has made this exam more reproducible and more reliable in the cardiac imaging and this is how we've actually seen the community become very excited to do cardiovascular CT. So let's just look at how coverage affects scan time. So we just did a table here looking at all the different scanners, um, the 64 channel scanners, um, and the 32 channel scanners and we just looked at scan side so if we um, actually looked at a scan volume of all the scanners at 120 millimeters we put the pitch consistent because the pitch on the scanners can vary depending on the gantry rotation speed and then we put your gantry rotation speed up on each scanner and here you can see that the scan time varies from vendor to vendor from point or from 5.3 seconds up to 10.5 seconds on your 20 millimeter scanners. So you see that scan times varies. Now if we go out and do the recommended protocols that are released on the scanners that we could find from the web, we still once again did 120 millimeter coverage and now we change the pitch um, along with the different gantry speeds and you can see you can get a scan now at 120 millimeters as fast at 4.4 
on a 40 millimeter detector or you can go up to about 8.8 on a 20 millimeter detector. So both all doing good cardiovascular imaging. And then if you look at a wider scan or a bypass graph, which is about 150 millimeters of coverage, your scan time will be about 5.5 up to about 12 seconds. So very exciting for cardiovascular imaging.